0: welcome to the sports of Luke podcast today I'll be taking a look at the career of Hank Aaron I'll talk about a bunch of home runs records being broken and why the secret number of the day is 930,000 enjoy the show Henry Lewis Aaron was born in Mobile, Alabama. He had seven siblings. Tommy Aaron, one of his brothers, also went on to play baseball. By the time Aaron retired, he and his brother held the record for most career home runs by a pair of siblings with 768. Hank had all but 13. They were also the first siblings to appear in a league championship series as teammates. Hank grew up in a poor family. His family could not afford baseball equipment, so he practiced by hitting bottle caps with sticks. He attended Central High School as a freshman and sophomore. Like most high schools, they did not have organized baseball, so he played outfield and third base for the Mobile Black Bears, a semi-pro team. Although he batted cross-handed as a right-handed hitter with his left hand above his right, Aaron established himself as a power hitter. As a result, in 1949, at the age of 15, he had his first tryout with an MLB franchise, the Brooklyn Dodgers. However, he did not make the team. After this, he returned to school to finish his secondary education, attending the Josephine Allen Institute, a private high school in Alabama. During his junior year, Aaron first joined the Pritchett Athletics, followed by the Mobile Black Bears again, an independent Negro team. While on the Bears, Hank earned $3 per game, which was a dollar more than he got with the Athletics. On November 20th of 1951, baseball scout Ed Scott signed Aaron to a contract on behalf of the Indianapolis Clowns of the Negro American League, where he played for three months. He started play as a 6-foot, 180-pound shortstop and earned $200 per month. As a result of his standout play with the Clowns, Aaron received two offers from the MLB teams via telegram, one from the New York Giants and the other from the Boston Braves. Years later, Aaron remembered, I had the Giants contract in my hand, but the Braves offered me $50 a month more. That's the only thing that kept Willie Mays and me from being teammates. $50. The Braves purchased Aaron from the Clowns for $10,000, which GM John Quinn thought was a steal, as he stated that he felt that Aaron was a $100,000 property. On June 12th of 52 Aaron signed with the Brave Scout Dewey Griggs. During this time he picked up the nickname Pork Chops because it was the only thing I knew to order off the menu. A teammate later said the man ate pork chops 3 meals a day, 2 for breakfast. The Braves assigned Aaron to the Eau Claire Bears, the Braves' Northern League Class C farm team. The 1952 season proved to be very beneficial for Aaron. Playing in the infield, he continued to develop as a ball player and made the Northern League All-Star team. He broke his habit of hitting cross-handed and adopted the standard hitting technique. By the end of the season, he had performed so well that the league made him the unanimous choice for rookie of the year. During his minor league experience, he was very homesick and faced constant racism, but his brother, Herbert Jr., told him not to give up the opportunity. In 1953, the Braves promoted him to the Jacksonville Braves, their Class A affiliate in the South Atlantic League. Helped by Aaron's performance, the Braves won the league championship that year. He won the league's MVP award and had such a dominant year that one sports writer was prompted to say, Henry Aaron led the league in everything except hotel accommodations. His time with the Braves did not come without problems, though. He was one of the first African Americans to play in the league. When Aaron traveled around Jacksonville, Florida and the surrounding areas, he was often separated from his team because of Jim Crow laws. In most circumstances, the team was responsible for arranging housing and meals for its players, but Aaron often had to make his own arrangements. The Braves manager, Ben Garrity, tried his best to help Aaron on and off the field. Former Braves minor league players and sports writer Pat Jordan said, Aaron gave Garrity much of the credit for his own swift rise to stardom. That same year, Aaron met his future wife, Barbara Lucas. The night they met, Lucas decided to attend the Braves game. Aaron single, doubled, and hit a home run in that game. On October 6th of that same year, they married. Hank spent the winter of 1953 playing in Puerto Rico. Mickey Owen, the team's manager, helped Aaron with his batting stance. Until then, Aaron had hit most pitches to left for center field, but after working with Owen, he was able to hit the ball more effectively all over the field. During his stay in Puerto Rico, Owen had also helped Aaron transition from second base to the outfield. He had not played well at second base, but Owen noted that Aaron could catch fly balls and throw them well from the outfield to the infield. The stint in Puerto Rico also allowed Aaron to avoid being drafted into military service. Though the Korean War was over, people were still being drafted. The Braves were able to speak to the draft board, making the case that Aaron could be the player to integrate the Southern Association of the following season with the Atlantic Crackers. The board appears to have been convinced, as Aaron was not drafted. In 1954, Aaron attended spring training with a Major League Club. March 13, 1954, Milwaukee Braves left fielder Bobby Thompson fractured his ankle while sliding into second base. The next day, Aaron made his first spring training start for the Braves Major League team playing in left field and hitting a home run. This led Hank Aaron to a Major League contract signing on the final day of spring training and a Braves uniform with a number five. On April 13, Aaron made his Major League debut and was hitless in five at-bats against the Cincinnati Reds. In the same game, Eddie Matthews hit two home runs, the first of a record 863 home runs the pair would hit as teammates. On April 15th, Hank collected his first Major League hit. Aaron hit his first Major League home run on April 23rd. Over the next 122 games, Hank batted 280 with 13 homers before he suffered a fractured ankle on September 5th. He then changed his number to 44, which would turn out to look like a lucky number for the slugger. Aaron would hit 44 home runs in four different seasons, and he hit his record-breaking 715th career home run off of Dodgers pitcher Al Downing, who coincidentally also wore the number 44. At this point, Aaron was known to family and friends primarily as Henry. Braves public relations manager, Don Davidson, observed Aaron's quiet, reserved nature began referring to him publicly as Hank in order to suggest more accessibility. The nickname quickly gained currency, but Henry continued to be cited frequently in the media, both sometimes appearing in the same article, and Aaron would answer to either one. During his rookie year, his other well known nicknames, Hammer and Hank by teammates and Bad Henry by opposing pitchers, are reported to have arisen. Hank hit 314 with 27 home runs and 106 RBI in 1955. He was named to the NL All Star roster for the first time. It was the first of a record 21 All Star selections and first of a record 25 All Star game appearances. In 1956, Aaron hit 328 and captured the first of two NL batting titles. He was also named the Sporting News NL Player of the Year. In 1957, Aaron won his only NL MVP award as he had his first brush with the Triple Crown. He batted 322, placing third, and led the league in home runs and RBIs. On September 23rd of 57, Hank hit a 2-1 game-ending home run in Milwaukee, clinching the pennant for the Braves and being carried off the field by his teammates. Milwaukee went on to win the World Series against the Yankees, the defending champions. Aaron did his part by hitting 393 with three homers and seven RBI. In 1958, Aaron hit 326 with 30 homers and 95 RBIs. He led the Braves to another pennant by the time, they lost a the seven-game World Series to the Yankees. Aaron finished third in the MVP race, and he received his first of three Gold Glove awards. During the next several years, Aaron had some of his best games and best seasons as a Major League player. On June 21, 1959, against the San Francisco Giants, he hit three two-run home runs. It was the only time in his career that he hit three home runs in one game. In 1963, Aaron nearly won the Triple Crown. He led the league with 44 homers and 130 RBIs and finished third in batting average. In that season, Aaron became the third player to steal 30 bases and hit 30 home runs in a season. Despite that, he again finished third in the MVP voting. The Braves moved from Milwaukee to Atlanta after the 1965 season. May 10, 1967, he hit an inside-the-park home run against Jim Bunning of Philadelphia. It was his only inside-the-park home run of his career. In 1968, Aaron was the first Atlanta Braves player to hit his 500th career home run, and in 1970, he was the first Atlanta Brave to reach 3,000 career hits. During his days in Atlanta, Hank reached a number of milestones. He was only the eighth player ever to hit 500 career home runs. Aaron was, at the time, the second youngest player to reach that plateau. On July 31st of 69, Aaron hit his 537th home run, passing Mickey Mantle. This moved Aaron into third place on the career home run list, after Willie Mays and Babe Ruth. In 1970, Aaron reached two more career milestones. On May 17th, Aaron collected his 3,000th hit in a game against the Cincinnati Reds, the team against which he played in his first Major League game. He established a record for most seasons with 30 or more home runs in the National League. On April 27th of 71, he hit his 600th career home run, the third major league player to ever to do so. On July 13th, Aaron hit a home run in the All-Star game, playing at Detroit's Tiger Stadium for the first time. He hit his 40th home run of the season on August 10th, which established a National League record for most seasons with 40 or more home runs with seven. At age 37, he hit a career-high 47 home runs during the season, along with a career-high 669 slugging percentage, and finished third in MVP voting for the sixth time. During the strike-shortened season of 1972, he tied and and surpassed Willie Mays for second place on the career home run list. He also knocked in the 200th run of his career and hit a home run in the first All-Star game played in Atlanta. As the year came to a close, he broke Stan Musil's Major League record for total bases. He finished the season with 673 home runs. He himself downplayed the chase to surpass Babe Ruth, while baseball enthusiasts and the national media grew increasingly excited as he closed in on the 714 career home runs record. Aaron received thousands of letters in every week during the summer of 1973, including hate mail. The Braves ended up hiring a secretary to help him sort it all out. Aaron, then age 39, hit 40 home runs in 392 at-bats, ending the 1973 season one home run short of his record. He hit home run 713 on September 29, 1973, and with one day remaining in the season, many expected him to tie the record. But in a final game that year, playing against the Houston Astros, he was unable to achieve this. After the game, Aaron said his only fear was that he might not live to see the 1974 season. He was the recipient of death threats during the 1973-74 and offseason and a large assortment of hate mail for people who did not want to see Aaron break Ruth's nearly sacred home run record. The threats extended to those providing positive press coverage of Aaron. While preparing the massive coverage of the home run record, he quietly had an obituary written afraid that Aaron might be murdered. It's time for the secret number of the day. The secret number of the day is an obscure or interesting fact from Hank's career. Today's secret number is 930,000. At the end of the 1973 season, Aaron received a plaque from the U.S. Postal Service for receiving more mail, 930,000 pieces, than any person excluding politicians. Aaron received an outpouring of public support in response to the bigotry. Newspaper cartoonist Charles Schultz created a series of peanut strips printed in August of 1973, in which Snoopy attempts to break Ruth's record, only to be besieged with hate mail. Lucy says in the August 11th trip, Hank Aaron is a great player, but you? If you break Babe Ruth's record, it'll be a disgrace. Coincidentally, Snoopy was only one home run short of tying the record, and finished the season as such when Charlie Brown got picked off during Snoopy's last at-bat. And as it turned out, Aaron finished the 1973 season one home run short of Ruth. Babe Ruth's widow denounced the racism and declared her husband would have enthusiastically cheered Aaron's attempt at the record. As the 1974 season began, Aaron's pursuit of the record caused a small controversy. The Braves opened the season on the road in Cincinnati with a three-game series against the Reds. Braves' management wanted him to break the record in Atlanta and were therefore going to have to sit Aaron out for the first three games of the season. But baseball commissioner Bowie Keene ruled that he had to play two games in the first series. He played two out of the three, tying Babe Ruth on April 4th in his very first at-bat on his first swing of the season off Reds pitcher Jack Billingham, but did not hit another home run in that series. The Braves returned to Atlanta, and on April 8th of 74, a crowd of 53,000 people showed up for the game, a Braves attendance record. The game was also broadcast nationally on NBC. In the fourth inning, Aaron hit home run number 715 off LA Dodgers pitcher Al Downing. Although Dodgers outfielder Bill Buckner nearly went over the wall trying to catch it, the ball landed in the Braves bullpen where relief pitcher Tom House caught it. While cannons were fired in celebration, two college students sprinted onto the field and jogged alongside Aaron for part of his circuit around the bases, temporarily startling him. A very youthful Craig Sager actually interviewed Aaron between third and home for a local TV station. As the fans cheered, his parents ran onto the field as well. Dodgers broadcaster Vince Gulley addressed the racial tension or apparent lack thereof in his call of the home run. What a marvelous moment for baseball. What a marvelous moment for Atlanta and the state of Georgia. What a marvelous moment for the country and the world. A black man is getting a standing ovation in the Deep South for breaking a record of an all-time baseball idol. And it's a great moment for all of us, and particularly for Henry Aaron. And for the first time in a long time, that poker face in Aaron shows the tremendous strain and relief of what it must have been like to live with this for the past several months. On October 2, 1974, Hank hit his 733rd home run in his last at bat as a Braves player. 30 days later, after Aaron decided not to retire, the Braves traded him to the Milwaukee Brewers for Roger Alexander and Dave May. On May 1st of 1975, Aaron broke baseball's all-time RBI record, previously held by Ruth with 2,213. That year, he also played in his last and 24th All-Star game. This all-star game, like the first one he played in 55, was before a home crowd at Milwaukee County Stadium. Aaron hit his 755th and final home run on July 20, 1976 at Milwaukee County Stadium off Dick Drago of the California Angels, which stood as the MLB career home run record until it was broken in 2007 by Barry Bonds. Over the course of his record-breaking 23-year career, Aaron had batted an average of 305 with 163 hits a season, while hitting an average of just over 32 home runs a year and knocking home 99 RBIs a year. He had 100 plus RBIs in a season 15 times, including a record 13 in a row. Once that that goes to show you how good of a hitter he was. If you take away all 755 of Hank's home runs, he still has over 3,000 hits. After the 1976 season, Aaron rejoined the Braves as an executive. On August 1, 1982, he was inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame, having received votes on 97.8% of the ballots, second only to Ty Cobb at the time. Hank was named the Braves Vice President and Director of Player Development. This made him one of the first minorities in Major League Baseball's upper-level management. Since December of 1980, he has served as Senior Vice President and Assistant to the Braves President. He is the Corporate Vice President of Community Relations for TBS and a member of the company's board of directors. On January 21st, 2007, Major League Baseball announced the sale of the Atlanta Braves. In that announcement, Baseball Commissioner Bud Selig also announced that Aaron would be playing a major role in the management of the Braves, forming programs through Major League Baseball that will encourage the influx of minorities into baseball. During the 2006 season, San Francisco Giants slugger Barry Bonds passed Babe Ruth and moved into second place on the all-time home run list, attracting growing media coverage as he drew closer to Aaron's record. Playing off the intense interest in their perceived rivalry, Aaron and Bonds made a television commercial that aired during the Super Bowl shortly before the start of the 2007 baseball season, in which Aaron jokingly tried to persuade Bonds to retire before breaking the record. As Bonds began to close in on the record during the 2007 season, Aaron let it be known that although he recognized Bonds' achievement, he would not be present when Bonds broke the record. There was considerable speculation that this was a snubbing of Bonds based on the widespread belief that Bonds had used performance-enhancing drugs and steroids to aid his achievement. However, some observers looked back on Aaron's personal history, pointing out that he had downplayed his own breaking of Babe Ruth's all-time record and suggested Aaron was simply treating Bonds in similar fashion. In a later interview, Aaron made it clear that his reluctance to attend any celebration of a new home run record was based upon his personal conviction that baseball is not about breaking records, but simply playing to the best of one's potential. After Bonds hit number 756 on August 7th of 2007, Aaron made a surprise appearance on the Jumbotron video screen at AT&T Park in San Francisco to congratulate Bonds on his accomplishment. It was shortly after Hank Aaron's record-breaking 715th home run that Georgia Congressman Andrew Young declared, through his long career, Hank Aaron has been a model of humility, dignity, and quiet competence. He did not seek the adoration that is accorded to the yellow national athletic heroes, yet he has now earned it. Hank Aaron's humility and grace was never more evident than at his Hall of Fame induction speech in 1982, where he proclaimed, I never want them to forget Babe Ruth. I just want them to remember Henry Aaron. Thanks for listening to the Sports with Luke podcast. Have a player you'd like to be the next subject? Let me know on Instagram and Twitter at Sports with Luke podcast. Keep an eye out for next week's episode where we talk about Walter Johnson.